right, I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast. What's your boy Jerry G? And uh, it's Monday morning. I want to, you know, get a quick start to the week and get this out because I've got a very busy week, ladies and gentlemen. Very. I just looked at my calendar. I'm like, shit, dog. I gotta be like in three places at once this week, dog. So let's get the podcast out of the way because if I don't, I feel like if I don't get it done today, no se va a ser, compa. No se va a ser. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, good week. I got a. Uh, Got an acting gig this week. Ay, 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 ay. Voice acting, dog. My favorite fool. If anything that doesn't involve showing my face, I'm all about that shit, dog. All about it, fool. So, you know, I wanted to be a radio personality when I was growing up, dog, for a while. You know, part of my, like, how am I going to break into this comedy thing, dog? And obviously, I became a huge Howard Stern fan, dog. I was a big Howard Stern fan, like in high school, bro, like in ninth grade, 10th grade. When he used to have like an actual show on KCAL on Channel 9, food, like at night, like como las once, way, they used to televise some of his show. Obviously, at that time, it was still terrestrial radio. So it was semi clean, but that motherfucker would push the line every episode, right? Every show. And uh, I feel, you know, I've been, I was really, uh, I've got Howard Stern vibes, bro. Like, basically, like, I, I have a sense of humor because you grew up with him. Like, basically, like, what do you say when somebody, like, uh, makes an impression on you, fool? Like, SA way for sure, dog. He, he, he made me, like, really woke at the time about women, about being okay to be ugly, right? Being, being okay to have a small penis, which are stuff that I still joke around about today. It's because of Howard Stern back in those days. He used to always talk about how ugly he is. His big nose and Jew nose. And uh, he, he has the smallest penis ever, fool. And, you know, he's he's just meant to be in radio because he's ridiculous. Here he is when he's in public. And he has this, like, ego, his alter ego, basically, you know. And at the time, he was married. Then he was divorced for a little short period of time where he was probably dating all these hot models and shit. Like, he had barely rarely named anybody but then he found his girl um forgot his wife now he mentions her all the time it actually got kind of annoying but he's got his girl now who's happily married with um but he left quite an impression on me as a teenager dog because uh, i would listen to him full religiously compa religiously um i love that i loved like everything he talked about uh i love again it's gonna sound Pinche sexist way, machista way, but I love how he like talks to women and, and uh, he he doesn't ever demean them or make them feel bad about themselves. He always glamorizes their ratchetness, and and I think that's what I, I love so much about him. Like he never made them feel disrespect, right? He had all these porn stars, all these strippers, all these even hookers. He had all these like crazy women come on the show that he would interview, but he always made them feel like they are the most beautiful, respected woman ever, no matter what they were talking about, right? They would be talking about some crazy stuff about her, like a like girl that would be blowing, like, oh, I blew five guys, que la chingada, in a movie as a porn star. And he's just like, that's amazing. I think that's a great thing. That's awesome for you. That's really good. And I just, I love that. Like, obviously, there's sarcasm, and but there's some truth to it. Like, he was just like, good for you. Good for you. You blew five guys. That's amazing. Like, how much did you get paid for that? That's great. And this and that. And it was just, 
he never made any woman feel belittled, dog, in in his own way, right? And it, I, I I thought we all laughed all the way, right? Women, men, and women, and I don't know, dog. Is he's the best at it for a reason, bro? You can love him or hate him, but. Obviously, everybody knows who he is. He's still relevant today, like in his late 60s. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I stopped listening maybe around at least 10 years, over 10 years ago. Uh, once he jumped on Sirius, I got on Sirius for a little bit, Sirius XM Radio. And then he would just take too many days off, go on vacation for a long period of time. And I, it got to a point where like I didn't renew that shit. I think I switched cars. When I switched cars, I didn't bring the the serious shit over to my to my other car and i just kind of like unplugged it there for I, I was just getting really annoyed at the fact that he would take so many days off um vacation all the time for like so i was like i get it viejito, it's part of his contract he's more in control what he wants to do what is you know this is also going to lengthen his time on radio instead of being burned out i get it dog i get it fool like i'm still a fan but for me, paying all that money, like, it was only like 10, 12 bucks a month or whatever the hell I was paying. But I was like, I only listen to Howard Stern, sometimes uh, sports, sometimes comedy. Like, uh, and then obviously then Pandora and Spotify and iTunes started coming out with their shit. And I was just like, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I'm not paying for that shit, dog. I'm not full. So I, I honestly, I, I stopped listening to like, in the, like, 08, 07, por ahí, wey. Uh, it's been a long time. Um, every once in a while, I'll, I'll search him up on YouTube and see what what he's up to and stuff. But obviously, YouTube doesn't have his whole episode, so I can only listen to pieces of it. But I love Howard Stern. Howard Stern always put me in such a great mood, dog. It just it was. I remember I wake up for high school and I'll put him on the radio. I'll put on whatever AM or FM. He was on FM FM station. He was on at the time talk radio, and he was the best, dog. He was just the best fool. Like he just made my Brighten my morning up, bro. Like I, I was look, I would look forward to waking up to putting on Howard Stern in the morning as I get ready for school, and uh, it's just food. I just, it's just my sense of humor and his are aligned. It's like I mean, what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying I'm him. I'm saying that I, I get it. I speak his language, fool. I speak. I, I he speaks my language, fool. Like I get, it. I get when he's joking. I get when he's being serious. I get when he's being sarcastic. I get it, fool. And he's like the ultimate sexist, male chauvinist, fucking testosterone dude. I love it, dog. But I love every bit of it, fool. I, and I get it's entertainment, fool. And he taught me that. He taught me that. He, he's the guy that taught me that you can say basically anything. Get away with anything. You can talk about anything, ladies and gentlemen. As long as it's funny, fool. As long as it's tasteful. As long as you're not hurting anybody with these fucking words that you choose to say, fool. And that was always my thing. You know, I've talked about it. Dog. Growing up, elementary, most middle schools where I kind of figured it out. I figured it out in middle school and, of course, in high school even better. But in middle school, I, I figured out a way to be the class clown, right, and... Be, make everybody laugh, including the teacher. My goal was always to make the teacher laugh. That was my goal. Fool. I don't give a Everybody else, of course, was gonna easy fool. Kids, dog. Kids making kids laugh easy, right? You say you could fart, and you fucking you burp, and kids laugh fool. But that's not gonna make a teacher laugh fool. So my thing was like, I want to make the teachers laugh fool. It no por nada way, dog. Like 
I got a most of them all to laugh for. I would just say, I can't even remember, but I would just say dumb shit throughout the class. Out of the blue, my timing was always right. You know, say it, say something funny at the right time when everybody's quiet or anything, something like that. And I just, I would make, I would break a lot of these teachers, man, and they would laugh. And I'm, sometimes they would get mad because I made them laugh. Sometimes they didn't appreciate the joke after they really thought about what I said, or vice versa. Oh, they really liked that. Many times they're like, "Good one, man, Jerry. Good one, Jerry. Good one. <laughs> you got me with that one." I used to get a lot of that. Um, and that was my that was my me working out that muscle like i was i was i i wanted i was really i was as a kid i wanted to make adults laugh fool that was my thing fool i want to make adults laugh and i could be funny and i get in trouble i could be funny and i get suspended and i get sent out of class and i get detention i would i would fucking i would tap that line guys i would very get close really close to that line i would cross the line every once in a while i would you know, still, I'm still a kid, and I will fuck up. Uh, I will fuck shit up sometimes. Sometimes I will say something very inappropriate, right? And but I really worked on not doing that and just trying to get as close to the line without crossing it, fool. And I learned that obviously listening to Howard Stern, fool. Howard Stern's the one that I was like, fool. This fool just literally talked about a black guy, and everyone just laughed. Like he just said some pretty racist shit if you think about it, fool. But we're all just laughing. Because we know it's a joke and he's and the black guy he's talking with is actually laughing with him, right? So like he had all these characters come on, right? And he it was like fool. He's just basically making fun of them in front of their face, dog, but they're all like it's the way he says it, fool, it's his delivery, fool. And it was just amazing to see that all the time, you know? And I don't know, fool. All right, Edible Arrangements in East L.A. Grand opening April 2022. Si toxica, mandale un edible arrangement, dog. Made up entirely of fruit, dog. Don't waste your time with flowers. They can't eat roses. Trust me, they've tried, okay? You got to feed the lion. That's key, compa. Hey, did you pass your citizenship test? Congratulations. You deserve chocolate-covered strawberries. Long stem preferred. Edible arrangements in East L.A. They'll deliver anywhere in East L.A., even the projects after dark. Yeah, that's how serious they are, right? Hit them up at 5929 Whittier Boulevard, L.A., 323-832-9551. It's a new branch, so they're hiring, bro. They need bouquet artists. Ay, ay, ay. They need delivery people. They need upper management, middle management, lower management. They need all that stuff, dog. Hit them up. Tell them Jerry G sent you for a discount on your first and second and third order. All right? Late. I had a fucking... I, I love I love Arsene Fool. And he, he, he's really a person who really influenced me a lot. And into comedy, fool. And so, I don't know where. Oh, where? how did I get into that fucking rant? Basically, I got a face for radio. That's the point of this rant. I got a face for radio, fool. Oh, I'm doing voice acting. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a commercial for voice acting this uh, Tuesday and uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, I'll be in San Diego, dog, doing that. So, I'm getting ready for that. And then we got uh, La Piñata that, you know, that theater play that i wrote i just finished another draft this weekend because what happens the, the 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 play is done it's finished but i'm having trouble now i'm have i have to mezclar blend in uh the music it's a musical fool but i didn't write music i don't know how to write music fool yo de esas cosas no sé nada i can't rhyme for shit 
So we have an actual songwriter who we're working together. But that guy is also very busy, right? And so it's hard for us to get together. So I wrote the play first, and then he wrote the music off my play. Now I got to implement the music into my play, and that's what we're having trouble with. So now that I'm implementing the songs into the play, some of the scenes do not make as much sense. Uh, so we have to figure out how to like go into the song kind of shit. So there's a lot of that going on right now. But what I said, the play is done. The auditions are still going on. I think we have like one more um, spot to fill up. And then rehearsals start this week, dog. We got table reads, rehearsals. Uh, again, I'm not directing. We have a director, but I want to learn. So I asked to be assistant director or to be just as, just be just to soak shit up and learn the process of what it takes. Uh, I think we have a really strong director lady, Drina. She's a dope girl. And woman. And woman. And, uh, She's. I'm excited to work with her, dog. She she knows her stuff, dog. She gets my she gets my sense of humor. She gets what I'm trying to accomplish here, as far as trying to make the kids and adults laugh at the same time. You know, I've said this several times. I want to Pixar this shit, man. I want to, you know. Obviously, I'm not Pixar, but I I want that vibe, bro. Like I want people to. I want the kids to learn something, laugh, and adults to find a bigger meaning to all this, dog. So. And enjoy it and and laugh as well, dog. I don't want this just to be a kid's play only, right? I don't want this to be Barney and shit like that. I want this to be actual, real, meaning death. Yeah, 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 which I had a hard time doing, dog. I had a really hard time digging in, and that's what they would send back. Those are the notes they would send me. So I would send my script to the, to the producer, the director, the songwriter, um, the... uh. A, the CEO of the organization. And so I would send it to these four people, right? And we would meet, for, you know, sometimes through Zoom, sometimes in person, but, or just email, emailing back and forth. So I would send on my drive. All right, guys, here you go. I'm talking about, this is going back for over a year, a year and a half, dog, of this fool. Like sometime in early 2020, dog, if not late 2019, I started working on this fool. Obviously the pandemic fucked all that shit up, fool, because this was supposed to drop last year. In 2020, 2021, I'm sorry. So I started working on it. And then first draft, dog, I, I was, dude, I don't know, I kind of uh, impressed myself how what, quickly and well I got the rough draft out. The rough draft was fun to do, bro. It was fun. It was 30 pages. It told me, give us 30 pages. I, I give them my concept. We had a meeting. I give them a few concept ideas. Okay, well, I have an idea about this. I have an idea about that. I had like three different ideas, right? Um, and so basically what, we, what would happen, if I'm trying to go back to my notes, but basically what happened is that La Piñata, which is what we settled on, was one of my ideas. And then I had two other ideas. And I believe they like two of my ideas. They like La Piñata and this idea. And the second idea, I can't remember what it was. No me acuerdo, way. It wasn't something, either something about a dog, like a best friend or something like that with the kid, también. But that. So maybe, so basically they're like, we like this idea, we like that idea. And so we started fusing both together. So they're like hybrid. Like, hey, how about you get a little bit of this and a little bit of that idea, bring it together. All right, cool. That's a good idea. I said, dope. All right. So then I started the rough draft. Bam, bam, bam. Fool, like I, I did like in two days, dog. I got into it, fool. Like this is, I think we're still in pandemic mode, bro. Like 
shit wasn't completely open anywhere. I wasn't too busy. I was home, just fucking bored a lot, you know. So I was just, it gave me some good time to just zone in. And I wrote those 30 pages in less than two days, like a day and a half for 30 pages, a whole story. I was pretty fucking impressed by myself. I'm like, damn, I know I could do this shit, dog. Got it done, fool. And uh, let me tell you, uh, they liked it. Overall, they liked it. They liked the concept. They liked my vision, where my mind was going with this. They thought it was funny because I just, honestly, I just wrote a lot of bunch of funny jokes, fool, like, just a bunch of funny things that a piñata that comes to life would do with a kid, right? And so they love the jokes. They love this. They love that. But and they're like, again, it just started off off the bat. Since then, what I'm trying to tell, get at is that let's say this is, or it's almost in April 2022. I've been working on this since late 2020, fool. Somewhere like in November of 2020, dog. So it's been around what? Like 16, 17 months, 18 months? Well, like 18 months, wait, a year and a half, fool. I've been working on this shit, dog. So since then, so since that moment in November 2020, after my first rough draft, I turned it in. They said, yo, it's good, it's funny, it's cute, but there's no depth to this. Like, there's no real meaning to this. Like, it's just a cute story, but it's nothing to it. Like, what is really bothering this kid? What is wrong with him? You got to dig in. What's his background? What's his this? And they just had me like dig in, dig in. And every time I met with these guys and from that rough draft moment on, then it started feeling like a job, fool. It started getting stressful. I had to take a break for like a month, two months, I think, the longest I went without even touching the fucking script. Um, I sent it to a bunch of different people, friends. Some of you guys are listening uh, I sent it to maybe people who get it, who are writers, who are in the industry, who get what's up, actors, skit writers, um, homies, English majors, pinches, cabrones who are pretty, you know, just people who I kind of would know. First of all, that would read it because I know I get sent shit all the time. And I'm just like, oh, come on, dude, do I really have to read this fool? Really? Do I really have to read this fool? But anyways, I sent it to around, I want to say seven, eight people. And they all, like, gave me feedback, fool. Little, some good feedback, some not so good feedback, some, like, what the fuck are you talking about feedback? A little bit of everything, right? And so, it was, to me, it was the ending, fool. I couldn't figure out the fucking ending, dog. The ending was half-assed, fool. I, I, was having, I had so much fun writing the beginning and the middle and all the fun, the piñata and the kid and the, and the supporting characters we're having with this that I couldn't figure out an ending, dog. And that's what it was, fool. And I didn't know where to go. I don't know where to take it. I don't know what to do, fool. And I, and I came up with an ending, and it just wasn't strong. And I knew it wasn't strong, fool. And but that's what I gave them. And so they're like, Jerry, gotta give us more. The ending's not hitting. It's not this. It's not that. So. The ending has been revised from una cinco seis veces way. Um, so I don't know. I'm talking. I'm talking a lot right now, fool, about it. But I mean, you guys don't even know what the fuck it is. But basically, the piñata is about a kid who. I'll just give you the whole shit right now, fool. Basically, the piñata is is about a kid who's turning ten years old, right? And he doesn't want to have a birthday party, right? Uh, he's saying he's too old for this shit. He's turning ten. He don't want a piñata, fool, right? The piñata comes to life. I think like Aladdin. 
right? The genie in Aladdin comes to life. He's a funny guy. He's funny. He has all these fucking funny shit going on, right? He knows he's a piñata. The piñata's destiny is to be broken. He's here to convince Diego is the lead character's name, the kid Diego. He's he's here to convince Diego, yo man, you got to go through this dogs, my destiny. This is what I was made for. This is where I'm this is where I'm here. You need to break me, bro. Like, if you don't break me, dog, I will have failed as a piñata to all the piñata community and the entire entire piñata community. Like, basically, he's very excited to be broken, right? Um, which is a kind of something key for me because I I want I always thought like, dude, do piñatas want to be broken, dog? Like, they're just made to be fucking broken, beat up and shit. So, what? Like, that was my first initial. Like, let's make a piñata that wants to be broken. This is his destiny. So it makes all the kids in the in the audience feel like, yeah, this is what piñatas are for. Like, I should I would never feel guilty about breaking a piñata because I always felt low key guilty breaking a piñata was I was young, dog. I'm sorry, dog, but I did. Right, we. I think uh, most kids do. Fool. That's why they want to save a piece of the fucking piñata at the end, right? Because they feel bad. Um, but anyway, so this was like, you know, I'm here for that. And so Diego's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm too old for this shit. Blah 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 blah. Turns out there's something deeper than that. It turns out that he don't want to have the piñata or even a party at all because his father is not here. His father, um. Re- went back to Mexico on his own terms to renew his visa. Apparently, this visa was expired or expiring. He went back to renew it, hoping to be back. But this process is taking longer than he thought. Okay, his dad has been gone for almost a year. His father had told him he'd be back in a few months. It's been almost a year, and he's obviously gonna miss his birthday party, fool. And his dad is the life of the party. He is a great father, fool. All right, a fun dad, and he doesn't want to go through this party without him being there, dog. So that's where all this is coming from, fool. So then the piñata's job is to make him realize that there's more, that everyone's alive to the party, fool. That everybody, the mom, the grandma, the sister, er, the guest, everyone, him, Everyone's life to a party, fool. So it's almost like a Christmas carol, like like the Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future kind of shit. But basically, he's showing them examples of what the life of the party is and how everybody brings life to a party, fool. Even though his father's not here, yo, everyone else is here to celebrate you because they love you and so forth and so on. So he's trying to convince him, right? So by the end of the shit, obviously, the the piñata does his job, right? He convinces him to have this party. So he agrees to have the party. He's going to break the piñata. The piñata's excited. Thank you, thank you for doing this. Y la chingada, way. They become, it's a buddy film, right? Obviously, they become little buddy buddies. It's fucking cute. Songs, so forth, shit going on. And there's an ending at the end that, of course, I won't spoil what goes down. But we all kind of know what goes down, right? But I'm not, I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But how it goes down. So, so forth and so on. So, it goes down. Everyone has a good time. And that's the piñata, guys. And without that, there's a lot of cool little funny moments and shit. So, um, I'm excited, dog. I'm fucking excited. Um, So, we're moving with rehearsals this week. And so, I'm busy with that for pretty much all week, dog. So, um, other than that, guys, 
Tempe Improv. I can't stress it enough. Full Thursday, 5 de Mayo. Wait, I gotta be honest. Tickets are not going that great, but I know a lot of people buy their tickets last minute. So, but I hate, hate feeling this way, fool. But let the motherfuckers, just let motherfuckers know. Even if you're not gonna make it, fool. If you're in Arizona right now and you're looking at your calendar, you'll be like, oh, I can't go that day. It's Thursday. Ah, I gotta go to work the next day. But you know what? You know who would gonna go? This motherfucker right here. Let me hit this motherfucker. Just text him the fucking flyer, dog. Just message him the fucking flyer. Like, hey, this was coming. He's pretty dope. You should check it out. That's all I ask, motherfuckers. That's all I ask, fool. That's all I ask. No, that's not all I ask. I ask for you to tan, motherfucker. That's what I really ask. But spread the word, fool. Is that's that's what really matters, fool. Spread the word, fool. Uh, Tempe Improv Cinco de Mayo way. Uh, Thursday, uh, Friday. Uh, I'll also be in Phoenix at some like little bar show food just that i took on because i'm gonna be out there already then sun then saturday uh lake havasu compa lake havasu latin palooza brah tickets on sale all these tickets are on my website all right go to comedian jerry garcia.com from you'll find these motherfuckers there all right after that i got oxnard levity live may 19 also a thursday also in oxnard please come kick it with my boy concrete fool we're gonna be out there and uh he's gonna be hosting i'm gonna do my thing i got christian side of coming out i got the one and only raul reyes in the house Eesh. i want to apologize ahead of time for that but anyways he'll be there fool and so yeah dog all right all right fool uh let's take a quick little break and uh get back in a few minutes all right orale wait this is this time my weekend California Sun Insurance, doc. That's where I get my car insurance, bro. And let me tell you, doc, I'm going to be aquí legit, way. No one should be insuring me, fool. Not only should I, do I have a DUI, but I have the worst driving record ever, fool. I've got a ticket for everything you can ever think about, doc. I shouldn't be on the road, fool. But California Sun Insurance hooked it up. And not only did they hook it up, bro, I'm paying less insurance money than I ever paid before, doc. Let me tell you, fool, I've tried them all. I went to a insurance dog first of all fool she couldn't hook it up and she doesn't even look like that bro photoshop much let me tell you dog but california sun insurance is the real deal they hook you up with insurance for your rv for your boat for your motorcycle they'll even help you out with your auto registration compa 3638 east florence avenue huntington park california 90255-323-553-9009 california sun insurance selling jerry g sent you All right, all right, I'm back, I'm back. It is still Monday, but it now is Monday night. It's late Monday night. Uh, just had, uh, we just had the American Wannabes podcast filming right now. So that should be out in the next couple of days. Uh, that, that's why I don't do v video, bro. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep this going this long if, if I had to do video, bro. It's just a lot, a lot of moving parts, fool. I just like it this way, the more intimate. Ay, ay, ay. But you know what is going to be video? Tragos Amargo podcast, fool. Yes, that one is going to be video. Uh, we've wrapped up the eight episodes. Shout out to Sammy for doing his thing. And he did. He did. He came out here, grinded it out for two weeks. We shot eight episodes, recorded eight episodes. And uh, I hope you guys like it, man. I really do. It'll be, we'll be we're dropping them by season. So here on then, we're probably going to get together sometime in June or July. And reshoot and do a eight more, dog. Yeah, but it can pass away. Yeah, but it can pass away. 
So um, it's going to be on my YouTube channel also. So it's going to be on audio, of course, on the iTunes and the Spotify. It's going to be on that. It's already live. So you can already subscribe to the podcast now. There's a little teaser, a little commercial, a little embryo growing in that bitch. So make sure you subscribe to that already. Tragos Amargos. And then uh, the video will be released, dropped on Comedian Jerry G YouTube channel, homie. So if you're not a subscriber to my YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, I'm going to start trying to drop more shit. I got some clips I'm going to start putting up. More promo things for you to entertain yourselves on the YouTubes. So, yeah, it's getting wild, baby. It's getting wild, man. I'm excited about it, dog. Um, got to get back on Twitter, dog. Elon Musk just bought Twitter, dog. And this guy, he's apparently he's going to make some changes, make it more freedom of speech. Like a homie Chingo Bling. He must be loving that. Right? Shout out to Ch- By the way, somebody fucking told me, hey, dog, you should do a Chingo Bling one on your Tragos Amargos podcast. Not the worst idea. Not the worst idea. But, but I've never been a big Chingo Bling music fan. He knows that. I've told this to his face, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't my type of genre growing up fool um i didn't really know who chingo bling was i just knew he was the guy from the started from the border um that's where i knew him from but i just thought he was like a youtube star um realized he fucking dropped a bunch of hot tracks uh, i had no idea until i started hanging out with him and opening from is when i i saw that this motherfucker has a lot of songs out, and they're a lot of them are really good. He's a good rapper, fool. He's a good writer, dog. S O C way, which is why he was able to transition into comedy pretty well. But I don't know. If we could do a whole tragos. I might. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't want to say no, but I have to do some research, basically, and let's see if I have the time for that. Um, no way. But uh, uh, it's already a little live teaser there, so make sure you follow us, fool. But I do want to put up more shit on my. On my fucking uh, YouTube too, dog. I need to put up more stuff on there, man. Um, yeah, we just did American Wannabes. It was cool. I took a couple of weeks off from that. Uh, dealing with other shit, but I'm back. It was fun. We had a good episode, dog. Um, shout out to the homie Fernie. My BFF. Not Fernie Rodriguez from Tragos Amargos. Fernie Jacinto from HP. I hear, dog... Uh, He's the he's like the assistant coach of my kids' basketball team, fool. Right? He's the assistant to the assistant, fool. I think, fool. I don't even think it's that serious, doc. But um, he's he uh, dropped up my son to the enterprise guy. I couldn't bring him due to the American wannabes recording session. Um, but my son had a game yesterday, Sunday, dude, and he took a hard fall, dog. And uh, early in the quarter, early in the game, he was playing with varsity yesterday. And to be honest with you, I kind of miss it. I was looking at my phone like a fucking idiot. So, like, somebody texted me or something. But I was looking down at my phone and I just heard a big fucking crash and thump hit the floor. And sure enough, it was Diego G, my oldest. And uh, he's in ninth grade playing with varsity. And he plays with varsity once in a while. Um, they're lacking. They're thin on point guards. And he's actually a really good ball handler and a good con- constrict contributor of the ball anyways they're playing some tournament right now off-season shit right friendlies amistosos whatever it is that they're playing they had a game in south pasadena i was out there 
And um, yeah, so he had a pretty violent collision with another player taking the charge. And the charge was called. They almost had to because they fool. He knocked the shit out of my fucking son. So anyways, um, called the charge. Broke his glasses, dog. He told him, pinch it away. It was violent, bro. See, I didn't see it, but I heard that shit. And I don't know what. I don't know. I, you know, I keep, I keep my cool. I know my son is not a crier or uh, an exagerado way. He's not one of those kids who like loves to like get the attention when he gets injured. He doesn't fool. In fact, he cried fool, which is something he would not ever want to do um, in high school, especially. But tears came out. He stayed down for a while. Uh, they, obviously, they came to check on him. He had a big ass bump on the back of his head. I was, of course, I was worried. Um, but he's a tough little guy, dude. And, you know, he stayed down for a while. I really was gonna, I wanted to go out to the court, but I wanted to keep my cool. I didn't want to be that dad. So I just let the, you know, referees and the coaches do their thing and the, and the school personnel do their thing, checking on him. He's moving. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't knocked out. Gracias a Dios. If he was knocked out, maybe I think I would have run to the court, dog. Um, but he wasn't knocked out. He fell hard and just immediately, you know, grabbed his head, pain. And uh, so he was like kind of like agonizing a little bit. So he was moving, which is good. Um, but he stayed down. And so, you know, he finally got up after a few minutes and stuff. And, uh, you know, Fernie, who's the assistant coach, came over and told me, give me an update of how he's doing it. Big bomb. He did have a big bomb to give him some ice. And obviously, it was early in the first. Well, they're playing halves, two halves. So, it was early in the first half. And so, he was, he didn't play the rest of the game. And uh, so, yeah, Doug. So, I was tending to that. It kind of messed up my whole Sunday. I felt bad for him. You know, he was really excited about playing with Varsity again. Um, and he does good, man. He's, he's a good little player. Full of chagana, the way. Um so yeah, it was sad. Uh, well, I was trying to get. I just want to thank Fernie. He listens to the show, Doug, and the, and Alton's gonna give him a shout out. And we were talking and shit, but um, yeah, that's the homie, man. He looks after my boys and stuff, man. And yeah, that was a little rough. That was a little rough one for me on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. That was a little rough, uh, but he's good. Uh, we have him in concussion protocol. Yay, Um, so he had a game today. Which he wasn't allowed to participate in, of course. Um, and the coaches told us that I had to take him to a doctor to get clearance for him to come back. The problem is I'm going to be gone for the next couple of days, man. I'm leaving to San Diego tomorrow. Uh, and I'm also going to Disneyland. I'll be in Disneyland the day after that. Um, but, so yeah, it's going to be... Uh, I'm not going to be around, fool. And so, I'm trying to... You know, trying to figure that out with the baby's mamas and, you know, baby's mamas are full, right? Of course. Of course you live in town. Of course. When the kids need you the most. First of all, dog, I don't want to. Why? Where were you on Sunday at the game? Why? Where were you on Sunday at the game? You didn't show up to the game on Sunday. I didn't ask why. I didn't. I mind my own business. I'm not in her. I don't care what she's up to. Pero kind of weird and interesting that you can't make a Sunday game. Even I can make Sunday games, dog. Even me. Um, but anyways, dog, I, don't, I, I, never talk, I never throw nothing in her face, dog. Never. I don't like to be that guy, fool. I don't. 
You know, I, I do ask, is your mom coming? No, she's not. Cool. It is what it is. I don't need to know why. It's not my business. It's not my issue, die. Yo no soy nadie para preguntarle qué está haciendo, a dónde fue, a dónde está. That's not my thing, doc. And I never will be full. But anyways, but then the other side, right? It's a little different, right? The other side is, what the hell? Of course you live. What kind of father are you? It's just dealing with that shit all day, fool. It kind of drains you, fool. Drains you. Because now she has to make accommodations to take him to the doctor tomorrow because I'm not going to be around. So, so now it's like my fault somehow, some way, fool. I don't know. So anyways, uh, but we uh, we talk it out like gentlemen because I talk to her man to man. Pretty much I have to with her because se pone poquito agresivo. Aggressive. Uh, nah, it's cool, man. Just, I'm making it more than it is, dog. But, you know, we cool our heads. We take a deep breath. And we talk it out. And we figure it out. You know, at the end of the day, yo, what's, we got to get our kids a doctor. What's, I'm sorry, I won't be around. What can we do? How can I help? Da, 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 da. I don't want to leave you just hanging either. But that's my son. And please look after him while I go and live my dream as a voice actor. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, fool, I know, dog. It's a trip, fool. She she works a lot. She's a workaholic, fool. At least that's what she says, right? So she's all that work, and uh, yeah, I, again, I don't question it, fool. I, hey, dog, you you do you, homie. You do you. You twelve hour shifts. Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. Uh, she is a hard worker, dog. So I'm not gonna go there, fool. Um, but yeah, fool, that's where we at. So that kind of threw off my whole day right there, fool. Um, and so today was one of those fucking trying to figure shit out. So anyways, I looked after him all day, concussion, protoka, and he was uh, not feeling himself. He was out of it. He was down. He was sad. Like, just like out of it, fool. Of course, he didn't, he didn't fall asleep. No, he didn't throw up. No, he wasn't seeing blurry. No, he wasn't blacking out. But he did want to be laying down, just watching TV the whole time. And, you know, I would make him get up and walk around. Hey, wave, then wave. Vamos afuera, wave. Or go take a walk, fool. Or get up, dog. Go downstairs. Go back upstairs. Just keeping him moving, making sure his motor skills were still there. Uh, give him some Tylenol. Because I was going to give him fucking ibuprofen, fool. And good thing I Googled that shit because Google said, hell no. Google's like, do not give ibuprofen after a concussion. Why? I don't know, fool, but I was looking for the ibuprofen pills, and I got 800s, homie. I got a, I was going to go my 800. I go, you look like you need an 800, fool. But fortunately, for some reason, and I never do this, something, algo me pinche, se me prendo en el foco, where I said, you know what? Let me Google this. Maybe there's a better thing to give them. That's the reason I looked, Googled. Maybe there's something better besides ibuprofen I could give them. And sure enough, what to give... My what to give, uh, uh, what medicines to give for a, a, a concussion, and they just said, uh, okay, water, um, and then just the foods like healthy foods like fish, la chingada, like relax, fool. Um, pero it says, do not give them ibuprofen or pain medicine. Oh, no, ibuprofen. I tell you, no, it was a yes, tell you, no, it was a yes. I think ibuprofen or another one, I don't know if it was Excedrin or some other shit. Um, but they said Tylenol, Tylenol was cool. I forget what the ingredient is that they have in that shit, but you could give them. So I gave them two Tylenols, chilled, 
he's just kept complaining that his head was hurting, his forehead's hurting. And I said, you know what? You know, because this happened in the morning. It was Sunday morning, fool. So I go, look, I'm going to give you the rest of the day, fool. If by tonight or tomorrow morning you're not doing good, fool, I'm going, you're not going to school, dog, taking it to the doctor, dog. He's like, all right, cool, deal. And so last night he felt a little better. We watched Winning Time and Lakers show on HBO. Checked on him one more time. He said he was feeling a little bit better. That fool doesn't like to miss school. He has a fucking girlfriend, dog. He's trying to make it to school as much as he can. And so, yeah, in the morning, I checked out. Yo, what's up? How you feel? Good. Ready to go. All right, fool. All right, way. But then he hit me up from the school. He texted me or called me from, from school saying, hey, I'm, uh, I can't play at today's game. The coach won't let me. He said I have to go get a clearance from the doctor before I come back to the game. So now, like, can you set that up, please? So I'm like, yeah, I could set it up, fool. But, uh, again, it's tomorrow, and I can't do it. I can't take you, fool. I'm, you know, I'm leaving town tomorrow, dog. So you got to talk to your mom. And this whole volcano erupted for World World Three, homie. Happened, dog. So, anyways, do not, guys, please, reminder to pull out, guys, please, over and over again. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I was watching, I was seeing that Elon, Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Interesting, right? Um, oh, that's why I brought that up about Chingo Bling. Because Chingo Bling must be very happy that uh, Elon Musk, because he's going to bring back freedom of speech. All right? And which means Trump is going to come back. A lot of motherfuckers are going to come back to Twitter. It's going to be like the fucking uh, Endgame movie when all the fucking superheroes come back from the sky. That's kind of how I was going to picture it happening with Twitter. Um, I got to get, I love, I like Twitter, dog. I like, Twitter's where I go. It's just like, I want to, I want to know something that's going on real quick. I go to Twitter, pool, just hashtag that shit trending. Whatever's trending and shit. I have a question about a fucking celebrity, go to fucking Twitter, dog. Um, but I don't tweet that much. But I do have it like connected to my IG and my Facebook. So when I ever put shit there, it'll go to my Twitter. I don't know how many people see it. And I get a couple of retweets here and there. But Twitter's for some other it's for other reasons, dog. It's more for trolling and that kind of bullshit. And I don't really do that, dog. Me gusta el chisme, wey, pero no me gusta chisme, wey. Um But I remember when I remember when Twitter when Twitter. I remember when Twitter first started, dog. Um, I was so such in awe with this fool. Like, I remember being that guy, like 2010, 2011, when Twitter's began. I was a new comic, fresh comic, rookie ass comic. I started in 2009, guys, late 2009. So I remember when Twitter started around 2010 or 11. I was out there hanging out at the bar shows, at the open mics, and. There was this comic who was a little older than us that was there. I remember, his name was Cisco and uh, Duran. No, not Cisco Duran. Clemente. Sister, shout out to Cisco Clemente. And this fool was an older comic. And he was like, guys, listen, man. There's Twitter coming, dog. Twitter's here, dog. You guys got to learn how to tweet fast. Fool, it's going to be the next thing. Fool, it's taking over Facebook. It's going to be fuck Facebook. Fuck all that shit. Twitter is what you got to do. And I was like, all right, well, what is Twitter, dog? What the fuck, fool? He's like, well, Twitter is like when you're going to, like, just share your thoughts, bro. You're going to share your thoughts and then you're going to hashtag them. And I'm like, what the fuck is a hashtag, fool? He goes, yeah, dude, hashtag is key to Twitter. You need to learn how to hashtag and how to add people. At, A-T, right? That's the little A with the circle, bro, right? That's 
when you direct, when you want to, when you're specifically talking about a person, you got to at them. Don't just write their name at the motherfucker, dog. Like at George Lopez, at, you know, Jerry Garcia, fool. And, but if it's taken, now you got to fucking figure out a new name you're going to use, dog. So I'm like, what? Of course, I looked up at Jerry Garcia was taken. Fuck. By the real Jerry Garcia, who's dead. So I was like, what the fuck? How? Anyways. And then, yes, yeah, so you got to add people. You got to figure out what their handles are. Their ads, fool. I'm like, dude, this is a lot of information, bro. Dude, I remember being so lost. So lost, fool. Because I couldn't get, I couldn't get the hashtag thing down, fool. I was like, what? How? Do you hashtag? When do you how how hashtag? Where do you hashtag, fool? And he's like, dude, hashtag is basically the theme, the point of your tweet. Like whatever it is, your theme is. That's what you. That's what you hashtagging. I'm like, dude, what? He's like, yeah, man. It's like I'm gonna get. I'm going to. Uh, uh, for, I'm going to the party tonight. Who's got who got the hose? Who's bringing the hose? Right? Hashtag. I would be like hose. Yeah, you can hashtag the hose, but you should hashtag the theme. It's like Friday. It's Friday night. Hashtag Friday TGIF. Hashtag house party. Hashtag yeah party hose. Hashtag. So you hashtag everything full that you know what could be trending. I'm like I was just so even speaking about it right now it loses me, dog. It was so confusion. I remember I left there, like, so, like, disappointed for myself. Like, dude, that's it. I'm an old fool. And I was, like, early 30s then, fool. That's it. That's what echo way. I, I don't get this. I don't know what the fuck's going on, fool. Hashtagging, dude. At people. Handle people. I was so lost, fool. It took me a while. And now it's, like, now it's, like, natural, right? It's like such a you don't even think about it, fool. So so unconscious, you just do it. Now you just hashtag to hashtag. You add people, you add people. Like it's a trip. How we've come a long way, dog. And NFT, NFTs are next, bro. That's that's where I'm at with NFTs now, right now, dog. I don't know what the fuck NFTs are, but something tells me I should get on this. But anything that has to do with me, like like putting money in, dog. I'm too old to be taking risks like that, fool. Is how I see it, dog. I'm just too old. I don't have that. I, I got pretty good money, fool. I got some good cheddar saved up, fool. But that's like all I got, fool. And I don't want to just be throwing money on potential shit, dog. So I don't. I get scared. I just maybe it's my age right now where like I want to just take care of my my stuff, take care of what I have because you know I want to buy a house. I want to do more shit. I got kids now who are about to go to college, fool. Like. That cabron way, like, I can't just be like, that. oh, let's see what this NFT is about. Let me hear fucking five grand on that shit. You ever drop 10 grand on that? Like, I can, of course, fool. Like, so I just have to, my game, my shit is just waiting it out and seeing what the fuck. Of course, when that happens, though, now I'm the late train guy. Now, like, oh, you should have been in it in 2022, dog. Where were you? When it's 2025, 2030, dog. And I'll be like, fuck. And I had money in 2022. Like, what the fuck, fool? But I don't know. The NFTs scare me. I think it's the dumbest shit ever, fool. But I hate that that's the direction we're going, fool. And I hate to be the old guy, but I'm like, I, I feel like I'm being left behind here, fool. So 
NFTs, dog. NFT. There are people that you should make an NFT. I don't even know what the NFT stands for, compa. Pero, yeah, I'm down. Put me down, whatever, fool. All right, I'll make one. And then, like, I just think of people like, like, basically how they explain it. So I don't even want to explain to it because I, I know I don't have it right completely. Just from what I understand is basically people create, like, things, right, on the meta, for the metaverse. And they, they basically, like, what, like a souvenir or an item that they create that's unique that no one else has. And they put a value on it. Okay, and it could be anything. It could be like a fucking happy face, dog. It could be a shoe design. And I'm supposed to want to buy that? Why would I want to buy that? Why would I want, like, why? Why would I want to buy shit from other, why would I buy, why would I want to buy emojis from people, dog? It's basically what they are to me, fool. That's from what I understand so far, dog. I know someone's going to fucking hit me up and school me and shit. But I'm completely lost, fool. I'm just like waiting, wait. I'm like, you know what? Let me just fucking chill, dog. Hopefully I get famouser and richer where like, I can just now I'm able to gamble some more, dog. But anyways, dog. Está cabrón, güey. Está cabrón la cosa, güey. But yeah, fool. I got to go. So now it's Monday night. Uh... My son's doing pretty good, dog. He's he's doing bad. I know he's just out of it, fool. He just says he's out of it. He's not feeling too good. It's a fucking concussion. Concussions are scary, dog. That's just a scary situation. Anything that has to do with the brain, compa, especially when you're young like that, fool. This fool's like, what, 14, 15, dog? I don't know how much long-term damage that could do if we don't even realize that kind of shit. So, yeah, man. Um, they never wanted to play football. I low-key did want them to play football just because something I never did and anything that's with sports I like to, but... Football has never been like they've they've never been into that. They've been into baseball and basketball, so I'm over here like, oh, at least you're not gonna get a concussion and shit. Look at that, and he gets a fucking concussion. Wait, no mames, wait. So, yeah, but yeah, he's he's doing good. Though. He's doing fine, fool. He, he's 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 a strong motherfucker. That fucker's strong, fool. on way. He works out every day, fool. So he's looking better than me, fool. He basically he's ready for summer, dog. Not me, fool. I'm not ready for summer. I gotta start working out again. I feel lazy as shit, dog. I know I felt it. It was like 88 degrees today. And I'm like, oh, that's what I forgot to do. Work out. This whole fucking month. Damn, and summer's here already. No manches. And I didn't even work out, fool. So, yeah. Let me see if I can get on that. All right, man. I got to go. I feel like I'm forgetting anything, fool. But I think I'm good. Uh, shout outs to anybody, fool, out there. Oh, I've see bu- seen a bunch of people this weekend at my shows. At fucking... Local ghetto tour weekend, which were fun though. They were fun. Esos were good. All right. First, I did what I do Southgate, Buena Mesa. That one was rowdy. It was ghetto. But Sebastian Satina shows. Like those shows, I know what I'm getting myself into. Like I'm already knowing it's going to be rowdy. I know it's going to be drunk people there. I get it. I get it. Sebastian's a homie. Those are the type of shows he runs. And every once in a while, I need to do those type of shows, which I don't, okay, I don't mind, right? Uh, it's a free show. People are there just to fuck around and have fun. Cool. I got some jokes to try out. Let's try them out. Fuck it. If I bomb, I bomb. If I don't, I don't. I don't. There was a bunch of fans out there, though. Shout out to Robert Cruz. Robert, uh, shout out to Daniel Samorano. Shout out to fucking uh, Jose Perez, way. Nancy Perez, his wife, Valentino, happy birthday, dog. Uh, shout outs to who the fuck else was there, dog? Ask the fellas were there, the homies and shit. Um, there was other people, dude. 
that were there. Sammy, of course, was hanging out. Fernie Rodriguez, my co-host, Tragos Amargos, dog. It was a bunch of us there, fool, and a bunch of fans there, dog. So I really appreciate you motherfuckers for coming out, dude. A uh, gang. Oh, uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel from Imagine Works, the fools that made our decal for American Wannabes, dog. A bunch of motherfuckers were out, fool, and Southgate, what do you expect, fool? It was rowdy. It was crazy. We got through it. We had fun, all right? Friday, I did City of Paramount. I did a show for the City of Paramount, all right? Very cool out there. Uh, one of their little event centers in the City of Paramount. Very cool people. The mayor was there. All these fucking council members were there. City people, vice mayor, who I was fucking with. The vice mayor doing, ain't doing shit. Uh, but... I had a blast, fool. Had a blast out there. Uh, Paramount. And then on Sunday, I was at the... Saturday, I was at the Laugh Factory. Long Beach Laugh Factory. Had a great set there, too. Had a lot of fun, fool. I actually even ran the light, fool, because I didn't want to get out, fool. I was having, having, having such a good time. I'm trying out, like, three, four new jokes right now. Um, and so far, so good. So far, so good. They've been pretty good. Uh but they can be better. They can be better. So, um, yeah, right now I'm kind of starting to talk about how my kids are older now, um, how they're 14 and 50. I'm off the 12 and 11, 13 and 12 shit. And I'm into more 14 and 15, and they're teenagers in high school and sexually frustrated, and we're all sexually frustrated, and we're all fucking trying to figure it out. And, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so is that. Um, and we'll go see. We'll go, we'll go from there, fool. All right? Um, yeah, so it was a great weekend. Thank you for everybody who came out, dog. Once again, man, 10 p.m. Prof. Cinco de Mayo, Thursday. Get your tickets. You get a promo code. If you put promo code Cinco, you get $5 off your tickets. Please let the motherfuckers know. Lake Havasu, May 7th. May 7th, Lake Havasu, fool. Latin Palooza. I'll be out there, fool. Come check me out. Lake Havasu. Uh, May 19th, Thursday, Oxnard, Levity Live. Come check me out right there, brah. I'll be out there with Concrete hosting Christian Saragossa featuring, dog. It's going to be a blast, all right? I'm out of here, fellas. You guys have a great rest of the week. And I'll catch up to you guys with, catch up with you guys soon, fool. Late. <laughs>